Welcome to Balance Do. These are the final thoughts on internet addiction. Part one, we covered the positive and negatives in internet usage. Part two, we covered the signs, symptoms, and treatments. And this episode will be our final thoughts. Now at this time, please welcome lead pastor of Rising Church located in Seattle, Washington, Dr. James D. Kroon Sr. He's going to share his perspective on this very intricate topic of internet addiction. The pastor's perspective. And part of the show will get a little more spiritual. The pastor's Thank you for joining us, Jane. Well, thank you. I'm just I'm, I'm honored to be uh, asked the questions that you have there uh, for me here. So. Great. That'd be great. Great. Well, I'll go ahead and get started here. Um, does all this Internet app and device over usage play a part in instigating a sinful nature? That's, you know, that's a really good question Ed, because when we look at the Internet, the Internet within itself and all the social media, within itself it's not sinful. And I think that uh, when we deal with sin, sin is the choice of the individual, the person who is either uh, using it, looking at it, or whatever that case may be. Um, I don't think that it has it, it has a power over individual unless a person allows that power to be something that could that can pull them in. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is that what happens is is that it's used for it can be used for good and it can be used for bad. And it's just like any other thing. I mean, you can be driving a, a, a vehicle and running this one. So it's not the actual, it's not the, the actual mechanism. It's, that it's the person who is operating or viewing whatever that, that thing is. Do you think digital communication media makes it more difficult for Christians to uh, avoid the iniquities and, and transgressions? I mean, you, you, you mentioned earlier that, yes, it is up to the individual, but... Who do you think kind of falls susceptible to this? I mean, what, what, is there anything they can do to try to uh, fight off these temptations that uh, are constantly uh, being thrown in front of us on a regular basis? Well, a lot of it has to do with the content that we that we see that are being that is being put on social media, and many of those things are being put on by friends that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point. Um, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends that aren't saved. A lot of people that don't go to church, so they quite naturally use their, their, their freedom to express how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I always make it clear that when I'm on uh, social media, on my Facebook page, Instagram, I don't discuss politics. I don't mm-hmm. discuss anything that, that would cause a, um, that cause a spiral effect to where it'll turn into something that, that, you know, that I don't know how to explain it, but it'll turn into something that's going to be explosive to the point where relationships can be damaged and not even, mm-hmm. even the relationship between me and the individual, but, uh, individuals that are around me. Mm-hmm. I've also been in places, been in, been in situations where I have friends that put, put uh, pictures of women that are on there that are, that are, you know, dressed inappropriately and different mm-hmm. things. And I actually had to put on my page an actual disclaimer, just just ask, just saying, hey, listen, you know, um, my situation as far as being in Christ, and it would really do me a lot of a better service if they were not able to put those things on there and so forth. I can't remember how I word it, but because I've done it some time ago, and, and a lot of people are very conscious of that mm-hmm. because there is a way that they can kind of 
do things without things being viewed by certain individuals. Right. But I do want to tell you, though, I can see where a lot of people, whether they're in the pastorate or people who are serving in any form of leadership or ministry in the church, could find themselves such, such trust, um, to turn themselves into a place to start going back into pornography. And the reason why mm -hmm. is because of things that people are putting out there on the screen. That's right. And I think that I read, a, I read an article sometime back ago about uh, how pastors, a large majority of pastors now are dealing with pornography. And the reason why they're dealing with it is because of social media. Mm -hmm. Rather than going to your local bookstore and having to duck in or park in the back to go into a store, you don't have to do that because now it's readily there at your hand. That's right. And there was an incident where one woman actually divorced her, her husband, who was a pastor. I guess she was even mentioning five minutes before he moved behind the pulpit and he had just got off the porn site. So oh, I think a lot, and that, it, but it, and it goes back to it goes back to, it's not so much of it being the actual device, but it's not even, it doesn't even have to be the individual, but even the people that he, that you may have, that might put something out there that, and it, it, it's strange because sometimes we don't know the convictions of others. Right. And I might have the conviction that I can't see a certain thing or it might trigger something, but you may be putting it out there like, hey, this is nothing, this is something funny, this is something that, hey, I'm, I'm trying to put a meme out there or certain things, but my perception is going to pick that up in a different way to where it's going to make me think about something that might move me into an area of sin. And I think that what that does is it, it's a trigger, and it moves people in a different direction. So it's really it's really a weird thing, but you don't want to just say, hey, you know, I don't want these certain friends on there. I don't want to – you try your best to be um, to be cordial and not just, you know, befriending someone or, or doing that. So you try to find other ways of trying to get around our sin. Oh, I can deal with it. But – Eventually, we know ourselves, and we know what our triggers are. So, yeah, I, I hope that answered it. But, yeah, that, that is, that's something that's very, very detrimental when we start to deal with not just what it is as a device or the app, but the actual people that we are involved in that are using those apps and that are on social media alongside us. Yeah, I think that's that's that's, uh, that's very true because in some of those uh, algorithms, too, uh, on Facebook and right. Google and some of these other uh search engines, uh, you're guilty through association. You know, stuff will pop up on your screen because someone you're affiliated with is watching that type of material. And I think a lot of people exactly. also don't really think about uh, the implications of, of the stuff they post. It, it can affect their uh, maybe applying to get into college or a job or uh, yes. their business. And, and uh, you know, uh, people are always uh, searching to try to find out things about you, and it can it can really ruin your reputation, and it's serious business. Once it's uh, online, you can't take it off. I mean, you can take it off, but it's always yeah. going to be recorded. So that's why I said, you know, many times I try not to dive into too any, anything too political. I don't try to jump into mainstream uh, gossip and rumors of different things, because once you say it, and it's out there, as you just stated, it's there. And, if, and, and once things are found out, that are much differently that you can't go back and say, oh, well, and, and if you do, then it'll say, well, then it'll, it'll question your judgment on other things, you know. So it's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing when you really start to look at it. So what do you think we can do to, you know, um, kind of curb that? I mean, like, uh, how can people use smartphones to strengthen, you know, the Internet apps and smartphones to strengthen their relationship uh, with the creator? I think, first of all, we always have to be cognizant of, of, of what we're dealing with. And I think right. that... What should happen is that we should have we should have some kind of restraint to put it down sometimes. That's, That's one right. way to strengthen our because anytime we deal with anything in this obsession, what we're saying is it's something that 
we are looking at that is kind of borderline being much like an idol. It's more or less our God. And I tell people this all the time, we all serve a God, whether it's the, the true living God, we're serving some type of God and we're worshiping something, whether you're worshiping an iPhone, iPad, or whatever, because it's taking up the majority of your time. That's right. But what I tend to do, I think what I tend to do when I look at far as strengthening myself with the Creator, I, I do my best to always use the, the social media for something positive. Put out positive quotes and, and, and positive things. Like if I see somebody going through and say, hey, I'm praying for you, or I just start putting out things that, that, that would be uplifting and, and valuable. And, and it's not so much to look at you, but you want them to try to look at Christ. It's like people always say, what is my purpose? Well, your purpose is always that everything you do, you glorify God. So I look at it as a way of using it as a purpose to glorify Him. And I think that's the only way we can find ourselves with being more stricken with Him and being, being pleasing to God by Him seeing us valuing others and putting out information that can lead them to Him. But the other, but like I said in the beginning, we still have to come to a place of restraint to put it down and not let that be, you know, a priority, a priority over us um, giving up more time to God, I, I believe. So. Well, thank you. That was uh, very insightful. Um, I appreciate you uh, uh, visiting the show. Well, thank you. I, I, hey, I'm honored to come on, and I, I hope I'll be able to answer your questions. So. Oh, yeah, you did a good job. Thank you very much. And you can receive the gift of an inspirational sermon by Dr. James D. Croon, Sr. at the Horizon Church every Sunday at 1030 a.m., a safe place to explore your faith. And you can contact him at R-I-S-E-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org. RiseInChurch.org. Thank you very much. We talked in length about this internet addiction and digital communication age. Like it or not, it's so much a part of our culture, it's crazy to not think of the best way to utilize this multidimensional device in a responsible way. We deduce, based on our research, one of the main reasons why people fall prey to this internet addiction in general terms, we think, is loneliness, feeling void, needing validation, could be certain situations that make people vulnerable. Whichever the case may be, the loss of embodied relationships cannot be replaced by new disembodied friendships on Facebook, which some could say aren't true. The body defines the extent of availability, and true friendship takes time and effort on both parts, in the physical realm, not just the virtual. Maybe we all can implement a little more restraint, maybe per se some smartphone fasting, that's when the first thing in the morning, you lock the smartphone up in another room and give the key to a friend or family member and tell them to hide the key. Then go back in the bedroom and start the day praying or meditating. In other words, starting the day off on a good note. As opposed to waking up first thing in the morning, reading all the negative stuff in your news feed. Some people could say it's real apparent that we are living in some perilous times. And a little more wisdom and balance applied to this mobile melee might influence some good people to redirect those sinful proclivities and focus more on the physical realm, the here and now, carpe diem. Thank you for supporting us. We will also be at the Beacon Hill Library September 20th, 430 to 6.30 p.m. The topic of the show will be Aging Gracefully, the Curse, the Blessing, and the Grace all free to the public. In addition, we need your continued support, whether it's listening to podcasts, posting a 
review, watching videos, volunteering, donating, or attending live events. All is appreciated. And last but not least, remember, more balance in life produces what? More favorable results. Let's take this journey together, folks. Hope to see you soon. Peace.